What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is, indeed it is. Man, I got a beautiful woman sitting across from me, too, wearing a snazzy... <laughs> wearing a snazzy Brian Hanks Show Nike Dry Fit shirt. Yeah, yeah, you look modeling good. Modeling it. I'm uh, modeling it for the show. I'm telling you, well, great. They can't see you, though, honey. Huh? Yeah, they can't. Okay. Hey, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kenston, North Carolina. It's finally Friday. Jew... Live the 14th. Why did I say like, I almost said June is what my problem was. July. (laughs) Do you know what we're going to be a week from today? (laughs) We're going to be on a jet airplane Uh at this time a week from today. Yes. I'm on my way to see my sister. To see your sister Uh and uh, go see some polar bears. Oh, I can't wait. Will we see polar bears? I don't know. I don't either. Nobody has said anything about polar bears. They've said stuff about bald eagles. I know. I can't wait. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be so epic. Yeah. 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 I'm just mailing it in at this point, baby. You what? (laughs) I'm just mailing it in at this (laughs) point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Tucson, where it's over 100 degrees every day. So we're going to be going to yeah. Seattle, to Alaska, to Tucson. Yeah. Just, we got to make it through, what, just uh, seven more days? It's not even seven more. Anyway, you know what? Let's tell everybody about this, the Brian Hanks Show. Hello, Brian Hanks Show. Who are you? I am Lynn. Executive producer, Linda. <laughs> there you go. Today is finally Friday, July the 14th in Year of the Lord 2023. This is is the Brian Hanks Show. This is episode 896 of the Brian Hanks Show. Ooh. My co-hosts, John Dawson, Jonathan Massey, they're going to be joining me here in just a few minutes for the birthday game. We're going to do a little exciting. quick intro here. Uh, you're going to go pick up some uh, some biscuits from uh, Lovick's Cafe. Yep, yep. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! We're going to have delicious Lovick. biscuits from uh, Lovick's Cafe. Uh, and uh, we're going to have fun. But hey, we've got five not clowning you, we've got five guests on today's show. I don't know how we're going to fit them all in. It's going to be fun. Hey, uh, first off, uh, you're going to hear the birthday game here in a couple minutes. Then we're going to have uh, some dude named Paul Whittington. 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 You familiar with that? The name is familiar. Yeah, I think yeah. he, yeah, Paul Whittington. You may yeah. have given birth to him. Yeah. <laughs> He's the knower of all things NASCAR, uh-huh. NHL, Carolina Hurricanes, uh-huh. and much more. He's oh, gonna, he's my medium son. He's your medium son. Yes, there you go. Yes. He'll be joining us about, about 30 minutes into this first mm-hmm. hour. Then uh, at the tail end of our first hour here, we're going to be joined by the architect and one of the folks who has put together the Kenston Lenore County Sports Alumni Weekend. This weekend, Danielle Bryant, you heard him on yesterday's show. Uh, I had a chance to talk to him last night, too. And man, so much going on tonight and tomorrow. Now, I do want to let you know, as, as seriously, Linda, as the show was beginning to start, got an update from Joel Battle about the softball game. It has been canceled. Oh, okay. Not postponed. It's been canceled. Right. It was set for Sunday at uh, – it was set for Sunday at uh, 3 o'clock at Kenston High School. Uh-huh. Coach Battle just, just messaged me, literally. I'm saying three minutes before the show started. 
and said it has been canceled because of inclement weather that they're anticipating it's coming uh, okay. in this weekend. Uh-huh. You were telling me you said the weather forecast is showing. Yeah, it's not good all weekend. There you go. Uh, that does not mean, though, we're not going to have fun tonight. Uh, you are going to be joining me. We're going to be uh, handing out some Community Service Excellence Awards from uh, Jerry uh, Stackhouse, nice. from Donnie O'Brien, from Chuck Jones. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, tickets at the door for that is $25 tonight. If you'd like to... Uh, uh, get a VIP ticket and dinner because you and I are VIPs, you know. Oh, so, cool. It's uh, $50 for that. It's supposed to be a really nice meal tonight, and that begins at 6 o'clock if you're going to be there for the meal. If you're just coming for the award ceremony and game night, they're going to have game night out there too. They're gonna, I think they're going to have some video games. They're going to oh. have people, guys playing, or not guys, but folks playing spades. They're going to have all kinds. Of, it's going to be a lot of fun out oh, there tonight. Oh, interesting. So, uh, but that is tonight, and then tomorrow is going to be at LCC. I'll be out there for that too. It's a scholarship basketball tournament. Uh, that's at noon tomorrow okay. out at Lenore Community uh-huh. College. So, uh, But we'll talk about that all with uh, Danielle Bryant when he joins yeah. us at uh, about, about 50 minutes into this first hour here. Yeah. That's just our first hour, Linda Whittington. (laughs) Man, our second hour. I have been looking forward to this. This idea hit me when we were driving last week, remember, in in D.C. And like, you know, we need to put together some experts that know a lot more than me and put together an all uh, Kenston High School's all-time best basketball teams. There's four of us doing it. Coach Craig Hill, who's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Kenston Lenore County Sports Hall of Fame on August 19th. Lenore County Schools Assistant Superintendent Nick Harvey II. Uh Uh-huh. And Green Central Head Football Coach Jay Wilson. Three guys that know a lot more about Kenston basketball than me, and I'll be the fourth. We're going to draft the four of us in a snake draft, one through four, then four back through one. Uh, The best, our favorite, our best, Kenston High School basketball team. So, for instance, if I take Jerry with the very first pick and I get the first pick, then he can't be picked again. Ah, and that's cool. Yeah, so, we're going to put together it. the teams and we're going to post it up on Facebook and let the followers decide who nice. who has the best team between myself, Coach Hill, Coach Harvey, and uh, Coach Wilson. And if I yell out, Coach, what's going to happen? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you tickled me to death this morning when you were talking about when I said, Coach. Huh? There you go, and they all go, huh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Hey, real quick, Kenson Post 43, they lost last night 12 to nothing in uh-huh. game two. I, I had a fun time hanging out with uh, Tony Sears last night. Me and Tony hung out during oh, cool. pretty much the whole game. Got to sit beside Troy Eason, the legendary uh-huh. South Lenore uh, baseball coach, and his uh, beautiful wife, Amy. So nice. just had a good time last night hanging out the game. I hate the result, but it is what it is. Hey, the Down East Wood Ducks are back at home today. It's Avocados Weekend. You get a T-shirt tonight, you, and it's also Scout Night. Tomorrow, it's Avocados Bucket Hat and Margaritaville Night, and then Sunday, it's Dogs and Dogs Day. Uh, the Kenston Wingman lost last night uh, against the Clayton Clovers. They're off tonight, but they're in Clayton on Saturday. Uh, Matilda the Musical, it begins today, yeah. tonight. At uh, <clears throat> This means we can go now. Yes. Because we it looked like we weren't going to be able to go because of uh, the softball game that's uh-huh. taking place out of Kansas. Guess where we're going to be Sunday? At Matilda. We're going to go see Matilda on uh, mm-hmm. Sunday. So excited about that. Okay. <laughs> I told you yesterday about the Paperboy podcast that I did with J.J. Smith and Zach Nally from the Carteret County News Times. It is now posted. It's up on my Facebook yeah, page. That. It's up on my Twitter page. You can go check that out. Okay. Hey. 
Thank you to Lenore Community College for 65 years. LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snowy or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. Hey, I'd say this uh, Starbucks uh, vanilla frappuccinos come in handy this morning, hasn't it? Oh, because I was going to tell you to start over on that because I was trying to write this down. <laughs> okay. Well, the number, 252-527-6223. Hey, we need to thank our good friends, Richie Honeycutt. Mm-hmm. Say hello to Richie. Hello, Richie. Uh, Dr. Rusty Hunt. Hey, Dr. Hunt. Catherine Pierce. Catherine Pearson. <laughs> Catherine Pearson. What's up? Uh, Janine Kennedy. Janine, what's going on? Uh, Jeannie Kennedy. Jeannie Kennedy. Jeannie Kennedy. Oh, I, I was goodness. saying that way too fast. Anything you want to say before I get John and Jonathan in here to do the birthday game? Have a great day. You too. Hey, go get us some Lovix, baby. Okay, baby. Today is Friday. It's finally Friday. Oh, my God. It's been such a long work week, you know? I mean, God, it's just been a hard week. Has it been a hard week for you, Jonathan Massey? <laughs> Actually, no. I, I thoroughly enjoyed my job. Okay. John Dawson? Hadn't been that bad. Highly, highly tolerable. You know what? I love my job. I'm just picking. I'm picking because I'm only working nine days in July. Have I mentioned that? You know, you've said it so much. There are aliens that plan on robbing you <laughs> while you're gone. Oh, speaking of that, I didn't tell y'all this. Uh, and this is in all seriousness. You know, we were going last week. Uh, mm-hmm. Linda and I were. Then, of course, we'll be going again, you know, uh, next week. Scott was keeping the house. So there was always somebody here. Don't get it twisted. I'm not trying to act like there's somebody here. But what is either the second or third night we were gone, uh, somebody broke into his car. He left his car, or they didn't really break into it. He left his car door unlocked. I know you're shaking your head. You can't, You just can't do that. And sure enough, they went in his car. They went into his glove box, took everything out. They, he said nothing was stolen. There was nothing of value in there. But the lesson there being, and I live in, you guys got me, I live in a pretty good neighborhood. Well, apparently know? not. Yeah, I guess <laughs> not. But, uh, <laughs> but they broke into his car. And on top of that, Linda had left her car unlocked. And they went through her, they, they piffled through her car too. What you should do is leave the car doors unlocked and load it with loaded mouse traps. <laughs> That's good. So if you open, and now how could you do it? Where put it in the glove, the glove box, box. Put it in the glove box. Put it in and put some papers over it. So when they grab the papers. Yeah, but wouldn't you be afraid they'd probably start breaking stuff if you did that though? It would be worth it. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. But uh, yeah, the car got broken. And get the too. real big kind that could like kill like a beaver. You know, like a real big <laughs> one, like a kangaroo killer. Get one of those bear traps, put it in the seat, put a newspaper <laughs> over it. They put their hand down, and they're stuck there trying to get it off. Man, you guys are, you guys are a little just, tougher than I am. Or just sit outside in a ghillie suit with a shotgun. God. Mm. Rubber bullets, of course. Okay, yeah. I just, I don't know what to say. Y'all are y'all are some freezing. May I say yeah. y'all? May I say y'all are badasses? Okay. Well, I'm just you saying. Are, I'm you telling know. you. Congratulations. I would never think of anything like Dave like Chappelle. That. I worked hard for that change. Pow pow. <laughs> there you go. Man, uh, but yeah, just you don't think it can happen to you. But here's what drives me. Remember, I had my Jeep here for what three years when I lived here. <laughs> Brian, if they stole the Jeep, the blue book on it was like eight dollars and nineteen cents. They would have to leave money, is what you're saying. They, they would end up losing money yeah. somehow. 
But uh, I mean, I had that top off that Jeep, and the console was open, and and they got to it and said, "Well, somebody beat us to this," and they went on down the road. <laughs> got bullet holes in it from when Grant shot at it. Wow. Have you seen that Jeep lately, though? You know, I gave it back to Kelly Lynn. And, I figured uh, it would just find its way home like a lost cat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Kelly Lynn uh, has completely referred. You wouldn't even recognize it, dude. Uh, put a lift kit, put a, like a half-inch lift kit she on She told it. me they dropped it off to cut it to the coral reef out by the Cape Hatteras Lighthouse. Repainted it, uh, put a new top on it. Is it still a jupe? No, no, got it, no. It is now a bona fide Jeep again. Oh, wow. Okay. I miss my Jeep. You know why I would not, And I used to think maybe I would get a Jeep, but now people that put the ducks on the Jeep, that would drive me to drink. I would have to put a sticker up there. Kelly Lynn carries around a little box of ducks, and that's what the, it's a thing now. It wasn't a thing when I had my Jeep. It's a thing now. I'm going to say it. Go ahead and, and tell And me. I don't regret it. I hate people that do that. If I see somebody putting a duck on a Jeep, I'm just... Is it a sticker or a plastic? No, it's like, it's a, like, a, little it's rubber like a rubber duck. Where do they put it on the Jeep? Like, uh, like the hood or right up there by the windshield wipers. Or I that. was in Raleigh the other day, and some, there was a, a rubber ducky on the hood of a Jeep, and the guy came out of the store and took it off the hood and got back in the car. And I said, well, he's obviously been drinking during the day. <laughs> I didn't know what that was about. It's a Jeep thing now that Jeep owners put rubber duckies in, especially if it's a Jeep. Do they the want you to off? take the duck? Yeah. 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 You take the you take the duck or you put a duck on somebody's Jeep. I, dude, I don't get it. I, I just, again, I had a Jeep for 25 years, and... We were sane and duck-free when, uh, when uh, Jeeps were cool, and now they're kind of dumb. Eh, I wouldn't say all that because I've been thinking about getting a Jeep, dude. Going back into yeah, the you Jeep st- world. you start keeping a, a a gaggle of ducks on your on your front uh, dash, and you will be the antithesis to cool. Okay, well, I, I can. I'm already the antithesis to cool, but I'm all right with that, though. Hey, uh, Jonathan Massey, you almost had a perfect game yesterday. Uh, you were the definition of cool yesterday for the first four birthdays until uh, John Dawson got Harrison Ford right on the nose. But uh, won't you tell us about Goethe? You punched Harrison Ford? He was asking for it. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Goeco Office Automation over there, Jonathan Massey? Well, Goeco Office Automation is uh, is run by Jock Passlake, and uh, people say that Jock is just like the other side of the pillow. Cool, cool, yeah. And uh, he uh, he he runs a runs a pretty pretty fancy racket with the office automation business. He's got the Office Innovation Center, and you go down there, you're going to walk out feeling like a million bucks. And uh, Jock, he's not going to force anything on you. He's not going to make you buy anything, but you're going to want to. You're going to see all that space-age stuff they've got, and uh, you're going to walk out of there with a beautiful piece of equipment like that Canon MF420 copier. And uh, if you want to get in on some of that action, you need to give Jock a call. And what is that number, Jonathan Massey? 252. 252-286-286-53-53-54. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com. And if you feel frisky, go ahead and visit bucklesberry.com. That's right. I think you should do that. Hey, let's jump into today's birthday game. And Jonathan Massey, you get to go first since you won yesterday. We were just talking about her yesterday, uh, John Dawson. Uh-oh. She's a creator, head writer, and star of some show called Fleabag. It's Phoebe some Weller show. Bridge. Won like 9,000 awards. Some show. Dude, I tried to watch it. I only uh-huh. got through like half of the first. And you're usually nine. You're not. I did not recommend. On. I actually said I do not recommend it to you if you go back and check oh, the tape. Oh, 
vile. I don't remember that part. I said I like it, but I do not recommend it. It's kind of vile. When is that stops you? Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm trying to do better. <laughs> Massey, I think you'd like it. I haven't even started it. Well, I try to. Would I know her from one of these people? I don't think so. She breaks the third wall or the fourth wall, whatever, some wall, where she just talks directly. Which I don't mind. I mean, I like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and I don't know. Give me another show that does that or movie or whatever. A lot of them do it now. But uh, and she does. She look. She talks directly to the camera and all this kind of stuff. And I tried to watch it, and it was just. I hate to. Say, I can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth, John Dawson. It was just vile, and I was like, "Ugh, this is just." I'm not joking. This is not a riff. I just. I. What are you laughing at, Jonathan? It's just you. I really did. I was like, I just. I, it's it's too vile for me. And if it's too vile for me, how in the world are you watching it, John Dawson? I didn't think it was all that vile, really. Okay. Now Maybe I'll try again. To... Yeah. Maybe I'll try again, but uh, Phoebe. It's not as nuanced as Cocaine Bear. Now, you take, you, you take that back. <laughs> I couldn't watch it. Did you try to watch it? Yep. Cocaine Bear, horrible. I didn't say it was an Academy Award winner. I said, turn your brain off and watch it and have but fun. But every once in a while, you want to turn that old thing on and see if it's still working. Uh, I try to I, keep mine off as much as possible. My off switch doesn't go that far. I was still cognitive. <laughs> I thought it was good, and it was stupid. I, but did I not tell y'all that? When we got back from the movie, I told y'all. It is probably one of the most stupid movies I've ever seen. Okay, it is. It is. And Linda liked it. Linda liked it. Linda liked. It's funny. I think she enjoyed you enjoying it. I think that might have probably been part of it because I did. Which is which is fine. Gloriously laughed twenty times in it. Okay, it is that dumb and that Mm. funny that it it was good to me. It was good to me. But uh, Fleabag. I will say the only part of that movie that I enjoyed was the kid going. The excuse for the kid climbing a tree. Bears can't climb trees, and the guy goes. Yes, they can. He's like, then why did you climb the tree? <laughs> that was the only part that was funny. It was funny, man. And that bear was just, the bear was coked out, okay? I mean, it was mm. hilarious. I mean, it was it was really good. Anyway, we're not talking about cocaine bear. We're Quit talking saying about. it was really good because no, no, it was no, not. No, it wasn't. It was bad. It was bad, but it was <laughs> yes. funny. And I don't know if I would ever watch it again. I've had an opportunity to watch it since then. I was like, yeah, you know what? What was the movie you talked about? You said you saw one. You're like, you know what? It was good, but I'm good. Yeah. The new Indiana Jones. Well, all of them. I, yeah. Every I've seen every one of them once. Got it. Okay. You know. Well, that's how it was with Cocaine Bear. I think <laughs> is I. You know, I laughed. I had fun. It was entertaining. It was worth my whatever. Well, I think in a movie or, like that, the surprise element is ninety-five yeah. percent of it. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, Fleabag. Uh, Fee, is, now is she Fleabag? In this, that's her character in the show. That's the, that, okay, I didn't I know. I think that's her nickname or okay. something. She's she's easy on the eyes. I will say very, that she's very. she's attractive. Phoebe Waller Bridge. How old is she today over there, John? As a massive. I'm in so much trouble because I just have no idea who she is. Oh, she's also she wrote that show Killing Eve, BBC show. I'm trying. That's all I got. Forty. Wait a minute. No. No. There we go. I was looking for the crickets. That, that's what's going on in my head right now. I think. Is- I've no, that's he's trying to get me. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I was, yeah. John's right. Won every award under the sun. Here's crickets. 
43. You say 43. What do you say, John Dawson? 40. She was born uh, July 14th, 1985. She's 38 today, so uh, congratulations whoops. to John Dawson. You get that? You take a one to nothing Actually, lead. No, not whoops. I was only five years off. I'm okay with that. Yes. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, John, he was the star of Party of Five and Lost. It's the impossibly good-looking Matthew Fox. I have no idea who that is. You know who I'm talking about, though. Oh my God! Dude, I he was one of the biggest I remember the, the I remember world. the fat guy from Lost. That's all, all I remember. It's not the fat guy. He's a, he was in Party of Five. He was like the big brother in Party of never Five. Never saw Party of Five. He, I never saw Lost, but I never really. Watched I didn't Party either. Five. I just remember him on the, the commercials. Yeah, but he's a really good-looking guy. I mean, I know you find men repugnant. I don't mind if you don't. <laughs> there you go. But uh, he was a star of those shows. Matthew Fox. Bully for him. Bully indeed. Is my guess? Yeah. yeah. 46. You say 46. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 47. He was born July 14th, 1966, so he's 57. You guys really did have no idea wow. who the heck we were talking about. You. It's one to one. It goes to you, Jonathan Massey. I'm glad you're the one that gets this one first. He was the first UFC champion to hold titles in two different weight classes. He's Irish and a tad bit racist. It's oh, that's Conor McGregor. Yeah, and I put ta- I put tad in quotations. He's he's racist. He's, Among other things. Yeah, he's he's not a good man, but he is a champion. I'll say this: it's, it's kind of like what Chappelle said about Manny Pacquiao being uh, homophobic. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for that kind of guy to be a rational champion of ethics uh you kind of you kind of miss them all if, yeah. if a guy beats people to death for a living you're not really looking to him for you know yeah social. but he goes over the line though dude i mean he conor mcgregor are you a fan conor mcgregor look uh not particularly but if i was dana white i'd be a huge fan because he is a money draw yeah he, he prints money he's, he's so good at that but conor I just, dude, I tried to get into UFC because I like boxing. I actually enjoy watching. Uh, UFC's kind of stupid. UFC's not kind of. Isn't really, it like boxing on acid? Can't you kick people too? You can kick them. You can. Yeah. I mean, dude, every ring. So you would think it's more. You would think it's more action. But there's blood everywhere, and they're just. I don't know, dude. I just. What? Why are you looking at me? I, I didn't figure that would be a deterrent for you. I don't know. It's just it's, it's, it's too pugilistic, okay? Good for yeah, you. I used a bit. Thank you. <laughs> Good for you. He's proud of me. Are you proud of me for that big I'm word? I'm smoking imaginary pipe and tribute. <laughs> there you go. I like it. I like it. But uh, Connor McGregor over there, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Um, thirty-seven. You say 37. What do you say, John Dawson? You know who Conor McGregor is, right? I've heard you two guys talk about him. Okay. What did you say, 37? Yeah. And I honestly don't know if I'm high or low. I'm 36. He was born July the 14th in the year of the Lord, 1988. So he's only 35 today. Wow. So congratulations there, uh, John he's Dawson. aged horribly. He has aged horribly. Oh, by the way, I will say the this. face for 20 years. That'll do it to I you. I will say this. He, he has the second funniest... Uh, tear down of Floyd Mayweather ever. The first belonging to 50 Cent. 50 Cent cha- uh, Something about his education. You remember when the ice bucket challenge was a thing? Yeah. 50 Cent basically said if he's like, I will donate 
$100,000 for a charity of your choosing if you can read one page out of a Harry Potter book. And then a week later, he comes back. He's like, look, my man Jimmy Kimmel said that if you come on his show and do it, he'll match my donation. And we've changed it from Harry Potter to the cat in the hat because we know you can't read. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And he never took him up on it. What does that tell you? And there were some other words in there that I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. gonna I'm not at liberty to use. Yeah, indeed. Okay. Well here we go. Our next birthday is the dead person. This uh, land is your land. Woody Guthrie. This land is mine. Look at you. Land. He passed away in nineteen sixty seven, so he died fifty six years ago. How old today would Woody Guthrie be if he were still alive today, John Dawson? He was born what year? <laughs> I didn't say what year he was born. I said he died in nineteen sixty seven. While y'all are adding up, I'll just let you listen to this. We did like a, 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 a speed metal version of this in a club one time. Did you really? It's only three chords. So You said he died in 67? Yep, died 56 years ago. How old would he be if he were alive today? Made for you and me. This land is your land. Oh, wait a minute. I thought we were going back in. Okay. I'm ready. Woody Guthrie. How old would he be today, John Dawson? 124. You say 124. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? I had it, and then I hit something. 117. He was born July 14th, 1912. So he would only be 111 today. So congratulations there, Jonathan Massey. You get it. It's tied 2-2. Two to two. And this is a fun birthday game. It's coming down to it again here at the very end. And uh, Jonathan Massey, it goes to you. He was the 38th president of these United States of America. See if y'all can guess first who was the 38th president. Uh, what was it? Let's see. We're Go on, backwards. What, 40, we're on 46. Yeah, we're on 46. Trump was 45. 38 was 12 ago. Gerald Ford. Dude. Yes, Gerald Ford, the 38th president of these United States of America. I always, I kind of felt bad for him how they made fun of him on Saturday Night Live. You know, did you know he played college football? I mean, he was without a helmet, apparently. He played college football for Michigan and was a star for the University of Michigan. Gerald Ford was. Uh, His son was on a soap opera. Was he? Yep. I did not know that. His wife was an alcoholic. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Betty Ford. She started the Betty Ford Center. And I'm not saying that to diss her. I mean, it's just it's a it's woman a like to drink shampoo. That's her yeah, business. <laughs> I don't know about shampoo, but uh, but she started the Betty Ford Centers uh, for to to treat alcoholism. He was on the Warren Commission, I believe. He was, indeed, he was. He's one of the people that said that bullet went up, down, got a cup of coffee, went on vacation. He's one of those people. I know, man. It makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> Gerald Ford, who ran for president and lost to Jimmy Carter in 1976. That's the first election I remember. I was seven years old then, and I remember we had, like, a little ballot booths in my, what, I was in second grade or third grade then, and we had ballot booths in our room, and at Trap Hill Elementary, we elected, in fact, Gerald Ford won. Gerald Ford beat Jimmy Carter in Trap Hill. The first, well, when, the first time we did it at school, uh, it was Reagan-Carter. Carter won by a landslide in the classroom, lost by a landslide in real life. Wow. Yep. By the way, uh, and listen, I probably, if not the worst president, one of the worst presidents we've ever had, 
arguably the best man that's ever been the president. Though. Did great stuff out of office. Yeah, I did. remember seeing the uh, the hostage thing on the news every night at supper for a long time. Good Lord. Remember, that's how Nightline started. Well, that's right. Yeah, You're right. They had Nightline on uh, after the ABC News. Why are you shaking your head at us? Uh, just I've been listening to a podcast about dictators recently, and, uh, man, some of the yeah, – that came up, and it was just – what, what a guffaw. Yeah. Did you ever see, uh, what was the Ben Affleck movie? Ronin? No, no, no. Uh, Ar- Argo. 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 Yeah. It's a good movie. I was pleasantly surprised. One of those movies I didn't really want to watch. I ended up, I don't even remember why I watched it, but I ended up being very entertained. It was a very good movie. I don't know how historically accurate it was, but it was a, it was a, it was a good movie. Anyway, Gerald Ford, Jonathan, how old is he? Would he be today? He died. Shoot, I didn't even put what year he died. Let me uh, find out real quick. So he was president from what? Uh, 70. He was never elected. He took over after Richard Nixon was resigned, yeah. resigned and was president from like 74 to 76. I cannot believe I didn't put when he died. He died December 26, 2006. Ninety-eight. You say he would be ninety-eight today. It's two to two. What do you say, John Dawson? Ninety-seven. He was born July fourteenth, nineteen thirteen. He would be a hundred and ten today. Good lord. How about that? You lose, John Dawson, and uh, you win, Jonathan Massey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Three to two, and uh, you now lead four days to one. You just only have to win one more day, and you've clinched the month of June or July, dude. And then I can rest on my laurels. You can do whatever you want to with your laurels, okay? Hey, look at Oh, is that a dog running in my front yard right now? Radio show, Brian. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, hey, local birthdays day. Happy birthday, one of my favorite people, and I think you got to know him a little bit, but William Bud Hardy. I call him the Eyes of yes. Kinston. Uh uh, I would say, other than Charles Buchanan and Janet, mm-hmm. you know, Charles Buchanan and Janet, uh, Bud Hardy. And, but Janet doesn't shoot anymore, though. So, right. Uh, Bud Hardy is right now, he's the eyes of Kinston. That's what I like to call him. He's a good dude, too. Today is Pat Pate's birthday. I think I've talked about her in the past, too. She's just an awesome lady. I judged a womanless beauty pageant with her in Jones County one time. Pageant. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, today is Paige Johnson's birthday. She used to be in charge of the 911 center here in Lenore County, and just sweet, sweet, sweet lady. And today is her birthday. She's getting married here soon. If if she's not already got married, uh, but uh, I think she's still Paige Johnson right now. She's a sweetheart. Why are you looking at me like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Webb Tyndall. It's uh, Perry Tyndall's brother Webb, who played basketball at the University of North Carolina. And the thing I liked the best about him was. When uh, Dean Smith passed away, the AP photo they sent across the entire Associated Press wire, the biggest picture was of Dean Smith and Webb Tyndall. If today's your birthday, like Webb Tyndall, the sweet Paige Johnson, our good friend Pat Payton, William Bud Hardy, have a great birthday. We will see you tomorrow on the bur- or not tomorrow. What am I saying? We will see you on Monday. Well, you could see me tomorrow if you want to come by Wood, uh, Whitehall Drive. Yeah. But we'll see you uh, on Monday on the Brian. Uh, 
<laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man, this nine days of work is killing me, man. I don't know how you do it. I, I don't either, man. It's like you're a coal miner. I'm telling you. We'll see you Monday on the... But Woody Guff is going to write a folk song about you from the other world. This land is your land. Let's see. I can play some more bars of that as we go no, out. He's, that one's already written. The voice was chanting and the fog was lifting. The only words nine days. There you go. This land is your land. All right, Brian, together. So this land is my land. Come on, Jonathan. Fade it out, Brian. Okay. Hey, we'll see you Monday on the birthday game presented by Goeco Office Automation. Come on, Paul, sing along. This land was made for you and me. <laughs> That's good music. I've almost hung up three times. <laughs> you almost hung up three times. You know, I wonder how many people hung up as they were listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Whittington joining us live here on our Spence Automotive guest line on the most surreal Friday show we will probably ever have here on the Brian Hanks show. We usually do the birthday game at the very end, but with uh, we, we've got a bunch of guests coming in to do. Did you hear what I said, what we're doing for the second hour here, Paul? I, I didn't know. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, the football draft. Yeah, or basketball draft. Yeah. Basketball, sorry. Yeah, yep, uh, going to have the Hall of Fame coach Craig Hill. We're going to have uh, Lenore County Schools Assistant Superintendent Nick Harvey II and Green Central Head Football Coach Jay Wilson are going to be joining me. And, you know, you like to draft. How about this? The We're going to do – there's not even going to be an argument. Well, yeah, there will probably be several arguments. But the definitive – uh, Kenston High School basketball draft. We're going to do that in the second hour, so that's why we pushed the birthday game to the first hour. I got you. I got uh, Danielle Bryant coming up this hour. How am I going to get everybody in today, dude? You're going to have to talk faster. <laughs> dude, do you think that's I all it is. Is that possible? No, but <laughs> I, I, hope, uh, I hope you don't have anybody coming in after Jay Wilson uh, because that, <laughs> that, guy, that guy is always – like at the level of like six cups of coffee uh-huh. and and he's he's gonna have a blast doing this draft and and i can't wait to hear his breakdowns and all that stuff me everybody too. should tune in just just for jay wilson oh i'm telling you no well, offense hey. to anybody else on the show <laughs> but tune in for jay wilson Dude, I'm telling you, when we were putting this together, in fact, we were up in D.C. last week, uh, you know, with you, but Linda and I were driving through, and I was like, I don't even know how it came up, but but I was like, you know what would be a lot of fun to draft, you know, to have this draft and decide who are the best all-time Kenston High School basketball players and put together teams. We're going to have four teams when all is said and done between the four of us, and uh, then people can jump up on Facebook, and they can vote. Or on Twitter. I think maybe I'll even put it up on Twitter and they can vote for it. So, uh, But, and again, who knows more about Kenston basketball, the history of Kenston basketball, than Craig Hill? And Nick Harvey, who grew up in the midst of it, and Jay Wilson, who's sort of like me. He's from out of town, but he's really been dedicated to the, uh, you know, to everything here, so I thought that would be cool. But anyway, that's our second hour. We are in our first hour right now with our good friend Paul Whittington. And, man, we had a blast, and I know you've probably already been on Panicelli's show and thanked him, but I was on his show, and I said it earlier this week, too. I mean, did that man hook us up for uh, Washington Nationals tickets or what? Yeah, he certainly did, uh, and, and yeah, him, him and I got a chance to chat about that earlier this week, 
uh, thank him so much for that. The only thing that could have made it better was was a curly W or two, but <laughs> you know uh, the the experience is what matters, I guess. It was man, and uh, just a lot of fun. And dude, I've we've got to do a little bet MGM talk, dude. And <laughs> we both like, yeah, we're not degenerates. I mean, but we we don't mind putting a, a shekel or two down on a on a sports a sporting event. And I got to tell you, man. If what they had just right outside Nationals Park is what's going to be coming to PNC Arena up in Raleigh, hey, I am here for it. What about you? Yeah, I, I think something similar to that is what's going to be coming to PNC. Uh, but but if I know Tom Dundon, it's going to be a little bit bigger. It's it's going to have more TVs. It's going to have more seating. Um, and, and it's going to be great. I'm sure whatever they put together is going to be awesome. But, but yeah, I, I think it'll be similar to that. But, but I also think it'll be bigger. Dude, I can't. Like I said, man, I'm here for it. We had a blast. We did that a couple of, uh, well, what, one post game, one pregame, we did that. Uh, and I, dude, to be able to sit there and have a beverage of your choice and watch five different sporting events going on at one time. And, and the fact that you will be able to put a, a little, like I said, put some jelly beans uh, in there, that just makes it that much more fun, dude, right? Yeah, I'm I'm really more excited for when the state fair comes to town and they got the little pig races or whatever happening <laughs> and you can run over to to the sports book real quick and and drop a couple of dollars down on your favorite pig to win the uh the pig race at the state fair. I don't even know if they do that. I hope they do that, but but that would be great to bet on that. It'll be legal. I can't wait, man. It's going to be fun. Well, listen, let's jump in. We're here for a good time, not a long time, Paul Whittington. So let's go ahead and jump into it. And uh, I, before we talk about last week's NASCAR racing uh, and preview this week's, I want to talk a little bit about SRX that went on last night, dude. You and uh, Mark yeah. Panicelli roped me into a uh, into a, a message thread or whatever a uh, whatever you call it uh, a text chain or whatever and. I didn't even know what that was on last night until you guys were talking about it. And I watched it, man, dude, it was very entertaining. Yeah, it's, it's great racing. It's, uh, you know, this is their third year of SRX. It stands for the Superstar Racing Experience. Uh, it's it's kind of taken on a little bit of IROC flavor. If you remember that international race of champions that they used to have in, in the, in the late nineties uh, and into the early two thousands. Uh, and they, they ran these cars uh, around like Daytona, Talladega, various tracks around the country. But SRX visits short tracks. They don't go to racetracks where there's Cup Series racing. They go to your local short track and they bring out the biggest names in in North American motorsports. Uh, so it's not just Cup Series stars. It's stars from IndyCar, uh, stars from other disciplines of motorsports that are out here turning laps in these in these race cars. Tony Stewart founded this thing three years ago alongside with Ray Everham, and it's it's just continued to grow. They do six races a year. This year, uh, uniquely, the races are happening on Thursday nights uh, to bring back Thursday Night Thunder on ESPN. Uh, that's, that's throwing it back to the 80s and the 90s, and uh, last night was the debut of Thursday Night Thunder, uh, or the, the I guess the re-grand opening of Thursday Night Thunder, if you will, and Denny Hamlin went to victory lane and a in a weather-shortened race, but uh, a fun race nonetheless. It, these cars, they put on a really great show. They were up at Stafford Motor Speedway last night. Uh, they're supposed to go to Thunder Road Speed Bowl next week, but because of some unfortunate uh, forecasts and some other things going on up there, uh, they had to cancel that race, and so they're going back to Stafford Motor Speedway 
next week, which is just such a unique short track up there in Connecticut and uh, should be another good show. Oh, dude. I, in, now, in the interest of full disclosure, uh, I crashed last night before uh, <laughs> before everything happened, you know, before it ended. So you said Denny Hamlin won, but, uh, yeah. uh, man, you can hear the, can you hear the people in our green room right now? In the I main cave? Okay. I didn't know <laughs> if you could. I could definitely hear them right now. Uh, but, uh, but I kept being confused if last night was actually live or if it was pre-recorded, but you're telling me what we were watching last night was live from Connecticut. Yeah, live live from Connecticut. Um, had a had a number of, of big-time superstars. Ken Schrader was involved in the race. Ryan Newman, Tony Stewart, Paul Tracy, uh, Brad Keselowski, Bobby Labonte, Denny Hamlin, Tony Kanaan. Uh, who else was out there? Marco Andretti, Clint Boyer the lady. was out there what, turning what was the lady's name? Haley Deegan. What where does she race? I did not know that name when uh, they introduced her last night. Yeah, she is in the uh, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Okay, uh, she okay. she ran she ran some Menard Series races for a couple of years. Uh, is a is a big time partner with Monster Energy and is currently running in the uh, in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. But but yeah, it was it was rain shortened. There was about twenty laps to go. Uh, Denny Hamlin was driving through turns one and two, and as he came up off of turn number two, back in the distance, you saw this uh, saw this lightning bolt that was definitely within ten miles of the racetrack. And about fifteen seconds later, the caution flag came out, <laughs> and about the time that Denny Hamlin emerged from his race car uh, with the checkered flag is when the rain started. So uh, they made the right call to call the race when they did, because if they, if they had waited about another three minutes, uh, they were going to be in a pickle. Ooh. In a pickle. No one wants to be in a pickle unless you're in Mount Olive. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Get it. Get it. You know, Mount Olive, Mount Olive pickle. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a very, very sad attempt there. I got to tell you, it was entertaining though, dude. And I, you know, they used to have the IROC series, which I know is nothing compared to this, but, or this compared to that. But I really enjoyed the IROC series, uh, Paul, when you would have uh, these drivers from different disciplines and they were all driving exact uh, you know, exact, the, the exact, as close as possible to driving the exact same car. So you got to see their talents. You got to see the driving talents yeah. and see how somebody from IndyCar drove against somebody from NASCAR and all that. And I, I'd be all for that. If something like that was brought back, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. And, and that's, and that's kind of what we have right now. And, and I like the fact that they're going to short tracks around the country and showcasing uh, your your local short track. I think that's what what's different and what's so great about SRX as, as it compares to IROC. You know, every sport in North America gets gets a best on best tournament. You know, you think about uh, the 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 World Cup in soccer. You think about the World Baseball Classic. You think about the Olympics. Uh, you know, uh, hockey in the Olympics. Uh, if they bring back the Hockey World Cup, uh, basketball in the Olympics. Um, all these kind of things, we get these best-on-best best tournaments where you grab players from all over the world and they get to face off against each other. You don't really get a best-on-best best, uh, best best anything in, in the world of motorsports because it's so expensive to get out there on the racetrack and, and turn laps in, in very expensive stock cars, burning all that fuel, tearing up all that rubber, all that fun stuff. But SRX kind of gives us that because, I mean, sure, any any given weekend in the NASCAR Cup Series is certainly considered a best-on-best best race, but uh, when you bring people from other disciplines uh, like the NHRA or, or IndyCar or 
I believe we've had an F1 driver uh, here uh, in the NASCAR Cup Series and, and even the Craftsman Truck Series. And, and you put them all on the same racetrack with basically the same equipment. Like this isn't, this isn't like NASCAR where Hendrick Motorsports is going up against Penske, is going up against Joe Gibbs. No, it's one crew chief for like three different cars. Uh, the SRX builds the cars and brings them out to the racetrack. They're almost identical. There's slight modifications that can be made. Um, but for the most part, these cars, every single car is identical. Uh, so it really showcases the driver's talents and what they can do with the race car. That is awesome. That voice relates to Paul Whittington. Like I said, uh, sort of a truncated appearance this week. Uh, we're not going to be able to get to everything I want to get to, but I wanted to ask you about this. And I know, well, you're 34, right? 32. 32. My bad. Well, then you, I, undoubtedly, you don't remember Davey Allison, but uh, the 30th anniversary of his passing uh, is to, uh, it's either today or it was yesterday. And I got to tell you, man, as uh, someone who grew up a Ford fan and, uh, you know, Bill Elliott fan, I loved me some Davey Allison and nothing broke my heart more than uh, when he passed away. And I mean, and it was just a, that was just a bad year. We had Alan Kowicki pass away. We had him pass away uh, all within a few months of each other, especially after that great 92 season. I, I just, your thoughts on Davey Allison and his legacy. Yeah. I mean, he was, uh, you know, he was a superstar in the world of motorsports, at least, at least probably more of a regional superstar because, you know, when, when he was racing, that was before NASCAR was, was really, big across all of America. And when I say big, like I, the, the TV broadcasts back then were, were dedicated to such a small area, but in the world of motorsports, he was a superstar, um, a, a great race car driver, 19 wins to his credit in the NASCAR cup series, 66 top fives, 92 top tens over nine years God. at the top level of NASCAR. Uh, he was, he was a phenomenal talent, a phenomenal driver. And, um, you know, you, you certainly wish you could hang on to people like that even longer, uh, just just so you can see them reach their reach their full potential. Certainly, someone that was much like Tim Richmond, taken from us yep. far too far yep. too soon. Dude, great great call there, comparing him to Tim Richmond too, and I mean that. Uh, Davey was fearless. That's the thing I remember the most about him. Where you would have. Uh, like Mark Martin was more clinical. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, drivers mm-hmm. like that. Ken Schrader, who was in the race last night, ironically. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, was more of a clinical type driver. But then you had the guys that were just balls to the wall, like Dale Earnhardt. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think back in that day. But that's the way Davey Allison was. Uh, Alan Kulwicki was very clinical. I mean, you didn't see him, you know, doing a lot of uh, dangerous stuff. Let me tell you something. Davey Allison would drive it into the corner with two cars and wedge his way between them. And then guess what? When he came out of that curve or out of that turn, he was in the lead a lot of times, man. That's what I, I loved about him. He was Ford's Dale Earnhardt in a way. Is the way I always thought of him as. But anyway, uh, again, uh, well, Paul, well, go ahead. Yeah, last note on him. You know, we're, we're talking about IROC. Uh, he actually has two IROC wins to his credit back in 1992, won the IROC race at Talladega Super Speedway, wow. uh, and then in 1993 won, won an IROC event at, at the Darlington Raceway. I'm saying this, and anybody who's a longtime NASCAR fan like myself or in the old days anyway, if he had lived, you know, gosh, I wish he would have, he would have had at least two and maybe even three or four championships when all was said and done, in my opinion, dude. I really think he would have. Yeah, I, I don't think there, there's any reason to doubt that. Not there, at all. There you go. Last week, William Byron, he wins the rain-shortened race at Atlanta. 
And I had Panicelli on on Monday, and he was very disappointed with it. He thought that it could have gone a few more laps and, uh, you know, given other drivers a chance. But, man, the fourth win of the season for William Byron, is this gonna is this his season, Paul Whittington? It certainly seems like it. Uh, you know, he, he came out, kind of, kind of shot out of a cannon last year and, and won a couple of races there very quickly. And then things kind of cooled off in the second half of the season for him, especially into the playoffs. But this year, so far, he seems to be building more momentum as the, as the season goes along. Uh, I, you know, I, I thought the Atlanta race was great. Uh, I, I thought the the drivers put on a good show. I, I thought this car races really well on that reconfigured kind of kind of super speedway that they built there at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, I thought it was a great race. Unfortunate it got they got rain shortened, but uh, I, I think ultimately they made the right call. Uh, ultimately, the caution comes out for lightning within eight miles. Once you get lightning within eight miles, NASCAR policy is to shut it down, and that's and that's what they did. And then the rain started to come. Uh, I don't know that there was a window once the rain started to come to to actually get the get the cars back going. But uh, you know, the, the other thing to consider here is we ran that race at seven o'clock. It didn't rain anywhere from one o'clock to seven o'clock, oh. and, and that's a little bit of a bummer because you know, in retrospect, maybe if you had started that race sooner, uh, you you're able to get the full event in. But the one thing to consider here is nobody wants to race in Atlanta in the middle of July during the day. That's, that's <laughs> point number one. Point number two, uh, the NASCAR rulebook actually only allows NASCAR to push the start time forward by only about 15 minutes or so. So when they set a start time and they have all these TV partners, they can't say, all right, we, we said we were going to start at seven. We're actually going to start at two. Uh, they can't do that. They can only push forward about 15 minutes. Well, and it would also be unfair to, and I, I agree 100% with what you're saying right there, Paul. It would also be unfair to the folks who spent a hundred, 200, $500 for tickets who weren't planning yeah. to get there until maybe five o'clock or something. And the race starts at two and they've already, I, I would be upset. I got to tell you, I would be upset if that happened. So very, very fair there. Uh, yeah. Other, uh, just your final thoughts on, uh, the race in Atlanta last week. Yeah, just ultimately disappointed that we that we couldn't get the full event in. But like I said, it was it was an excellent race, uh, a great time. We we had seven cautions for forty three laps, uh, had eighteen different lead changes among twelve different drivers, and I think the best car won the race. I uh, led twenty laps. Uh, was wasn't the big lap leader? Uh, Eric Almirola led forty six, but ultimately I think William Byron had the best car and. Uh, you know, would like to see him win uh, at the at the full distance, but but I'm sure that 2014 will take it. However, they can get it. It's always funny because whenever the rain starts to fall, you get a couple of sprinkles, and the guy in second going, "No, this track's dry," <laughs> and the guy in first is going, "Guys, this is the heaviest rain I've ever seen." Dude, you're not wrong about that. Okay, uh, let's preview uh, this weekend. We're in New Hampshire, a track that I have mixed feelings about. And I think we've talked about this several times that, yeah. you know, when New Hampshire came in, that's what knocked North Wilkesboro out. So in one side of my head, I hate New Hampshire. I really do. On the other side, when I was covering for Monty Dutton back in, uh, what, that 99 or the 2000 season, 2000 race season, of all the tracks that I went to, dude, and I went to Brooklyn, uh, Michigan, I went to uh, uh, Pocono, I went to uh, it was several tracks. I got to tell you, the most fun I had at any of them, believe it or not, was in New Hampshire. That's when I got to ride on Tony Stewart's helicopter. I mean, all this other stuff. So, like I said, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here. I, I hate it because of 
it took North Wilkesboro off the schedule. But uh, the most fun I had being a quasi NASCAR beat writer for four months was I got to go to uh, New Hampshire, and it was just a blast. Your thoughts, uh, favorites, all that for New Hampshire this weekend? Yeah, you know, I, I like New Hampshire. It, it's a flat racetrack just over a mile long. Um, I, I think these cars typically run run pretty well here. The 52nd time that we visited the uh, New Hampshire Motor Speedway as part of the NASCAR Cup Series, um, it, it's it's an interesting track with a with a really cool trophy. You you get a live lobster at the end of it that uh, <laughs> that you pull out of the tank and just lift up. And some drivers, it's always it's always fun to me to watch the driver's reaction to to the lobster. Denny Hamlin doesn't like touching the lobster when he goes to victory lane, but there's, there's some drivers like a Joey Logano who could go to victory lane and being from that area, you know, he's from Connecticut. He probably doesn't mind uh, throw, throwing the lobster in the air, but um, Denny Hamlin sure didn't like to touch it. I, I remember the first time he won, he kind of ran away from it. And, uh, <laughs> but he's, he's since kind of embraced it, but, but yeah, this is, this is an interesting racetrack. It, like I said, it's, it's very, very flat, just, one degree of banking through the straightaways, variable banking in the in the corners that range from two to seven degrees. So, so it's it's pretty flat, um, and and these cars should carry a lot of speed through the corners and and should provide some some good racing for us. There you go. Well, listen, uh, Paul Whittington again. Sorry, we're cutting our visit a little bit short today uh, because we've got to get Don Bryan on here to uh, talk about this Kenson uh, Lenore County Sports Alumni Weekend. Uh, but dude, I appreciate you. You will not be on next Friday. We're I think, can we go ahead and schedule you for our second hour? Or I tell you, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but we're going to get you on earlier yep. in the week next week. Uh, I'm looking at my schedule here. Ja, 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 ja. I may have you in the first hour. We'll, we'll talk about all that, uh, uh, next week, but dude, thank you so much. I had fun with you. Thanks for putting up with me and, uh, and, and hot Linda up in uh, DC. And we'll talk to you soon, my friend. Sounds good, and I didn't say it, but I'm taking Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick, okay. Uh, what about America's driver, Joey Logano? Uh, hopefully, he's still <laughs> at the Stafford Speedway talking into a microphone. <laughs> there. there you go. Thanks a lot, Paul. <laughs> See you, Brian. There you go. Hey, uh, let's get Don Bryan up here on the, on our Spence Automotive guest line. And as we do that, let me tell you about Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's absolutely positively where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots. Spence Automotive is owned by local sports running legend Keith Spence and is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011. The next time you need your car service, when you need new tires, and tell him the Brian Hank Show sent you. And joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now, the architect, the man that has put together this awesome sports weekend that is coming up, it's Don Yell Bryant joining us here on the Spence Automotive guest line. How are you doing this morning, Don? I'm well, I'm well. Thanks, Brian. How are you today? I am doing good. I got to tell you, I am so fired up for tonight. You guys are going to be honoring some great people. There's going to be a game night, and then tomorrow we're going to have basketball over at Lenore Community College. Now, I did get the message, and I let everybody know. Uh, Coach Battle did tell me that we are not going to have uh, Sunday's event, uh, the softball and baseball games, because of uh, the inclement weather that's coming in. But still, today you got the golf tournament today. You've got the uh, – 
the award ceremony tonight, the awesome dinner is going to take place over at Kenston Community Center. The basketball tomorrow tomorrow over at Lenore Community College. It's got to be exciting for you for all the hard work you've put into this, Danielle, to see this thing coming together this weekend, isn't it? Yes, it is, man. It's great. Um, I think we'll have a great time. Um, even with the scattered showers, I mean, that's eastern North Carolina. <laughs> the scattered shower, then it'll be 90 degrees the next uh, the next hour. So we just just praying for good weather and cool weather. Hopefully the rain just cools it down so we can enjoy the weekend. And um, as, of, as of now, like if we we're starting off the English camp over with fishing uh, at um, Cutter Creek. So that's, that's, that's going to be nice. you got about 42 kids um, that's, that's showing up for that. And how unique. You, you Now, you alluded to it on when you appeared with us on yesterday's show, Don. But – not everybody are golfers. That's one of the things you said. And you said a good opportunity to get some of these kids out there and, and they're going to be fishing in a very neat place over at Cutter Creek today. Uh, tell us a little bit about how that happened. Um, it's, it's an organization that's out of, um, uh, out of, of Green County, uh, special lady. Um, she does a great job with the kids. Um, and we just kind of just, it's a situation where, um, we got together, we will be two friends. Um, And I'm kind of just, you know, I'm just put it together because I'm not a fisherman. And then a couple of our good friends, Chuck Jones, and now we all fish. And uh, uh, Greg Hinton, uh, we kind of fish because, you know, the other guys, they play golf a lot. And, I, you know, you know I'm saying I'm close-knit group. So that was just a way to use that pond to give kids a way to uh, learn. And then we can actually get them there, you know, talk to them and mentor them at the same time. That is so neat. And again, uh, as we're doing the show live right here now, a lot of people listen to us on our replays down in New Bern and Jacksonville and and uh, uh, Greenville and all that. But uh, it begins here in just a few. In fact, in about four minutes is when that uh, Fr- Fishers of Kids Anglers Academy begins, and then the Cutter Creek Golf Tournament. Uh, are you playing in that today, Don? Uh, no, I'll just be driving the uh, cart around and uh, <laughs> passing out the. Uh, the beverages. So <laughs> I'm not a good golfer. They tell me I lose all their balls. You know, being a, <laughs> a baseball guy. So. Dude, I, listen. I'm the same way. You were gracious enough to offer me to play in it, but there there aren't enough balls in the world to uh, to keep me on a course, dude. I would shoot about. I, I now let me tell you something. When I play, Don, I play legit. I don't give myself strokes or anything. I would be walking out of there with about a 115 to 120. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm right behind you. There you go. Uh, that is during the day today and then tonight. Very uh, awesome ceremony is going to be going on as uh, you're going to be honoring some amazing people. In fact, uh, Nick Harvey II, Nick Harvey Jr. is going to be coming in here in just a few minutes We've got for our 8 o'clock hour. You're going to be honoring his parents tonight. Tell us about that and uh, the ceremony that's going to be going on tonight at Kenston Community Center. Uh, we honored some, some great people tonight. It was just something that we kind of um, thought that would be a good – gesture at the time and and uh it's gonna it's gonna be a relaxed dress code with um where these fanciest sneakers you have because it is eastern north carolina because it's kind of hot i mean i know the advertising says ball but we're gonna, it's more of a sports casual um uh, look for today so <laughs> uh we're definitely gonna gonna have a nice time um with the kids i mean um with the uh with the sponsors and, and the different people out there and the people we are representing we have um First of all, uh, Mr. 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 Davis, Coach Davis, very well-known gentleman in the community. Coach, 
um, for I mean, I mean, long as you and I have probably been living, um, Brian. So we, we all know him, Mr. Davis. We have um, Mr. Billy Hunter uh, uh, out in the uh, <laughs> Southwood area, and then we have um, Mr. Thurman Tate, great guy. You know, everybody knows Thurman from um, Bill Fay, and then we have the um, Mr. Waters out of Lagrange, great baseball coach and this great mentor for Lagrange area. And then we have um, Mrs. and Mrs. Um, Nick Harvey, which they do a great, great things for the kids in the community um, down in this area. So just want to just give them their roses, you know what I'm saying, while they can see them, you know what I'm saying, instead of just, you know, crying and stuff when, they, when they're gone. So we want to just honor them in the in a, in a best way we can. This is just a little something, it's a little token, but we just wanted to just give it give it to them now. Well, I got to tell you, I was at the Kinsley Lenore County Parks Recreation Commission meeting last night. I'm one of the commissioners on that uh, board. And uh, Billy Hooker was there last night. Unfortunately, he's not going to be able to make it tonight. But let me tell you something. Just He is so humbled by this. I know uh, Pearl Hardy, uh, Antonio Pearl Hardy, is going to accept for him tonight. But I got to sit beside both yep. of them last night. And I can tell you this, Danielle, uh, Mr. Hooker is just very excited about this honor and very humbled by the whole thing and just uh, – I believe I don't want to put words in his mouth, but basically he was like, I, "It's just it's, it's really neat that someone you know uh, recognizes the work that I've put together for this." And I mean, dude, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you're doing for him and for everybody else. And like I said, the the Harveys are the one, and I'm excited about all these. I know all these people, but the Harveys are just the the couple that I'm really excited about you guys honoring tonight. Oh yeah, great people. I mean, uh, I know them since I was a kid. Uh, went to well. Went to college with, with well, went, didn't go to college when they came behind me. Um, little Nick, because we call him with this <laughs> Nick Jr. Um, went to A&T, came in right after um, I, I did. He, uh, and I kind of uh, mentored him in, in a way, he mentored me in a way throughout fraternity. So just great just to have family and friends and to be able to, to, to definitely see those Mr. and Mrs. Harvey and uh, uh, good health, you know, and coming out and, and and being honored and being enjoyed. Well, that is going to be awesome. I cannot wait for that. For that, but again, that ceremony is tonight. If you'd like to get tickets for that, tickets will be available at the door. If uh, folks want to come for dinner, they need to be there at six. But if they want to come just for the ceremony, they need to be there at seven thirty. And then finally, tomorrow at noon at Lenore Community College, uh, we're going to see some good basketball tomorrow, aren't we, Danielle? Yeah, you guys, you got. Nice alumni teams is playing, so uh, we got some, some faces, familiar faces that you saw in the past that will be participating, young and old. Um, so just come out and enjoy. We have Aiden Griffin versus uh, Green Central. Um, then we have Kenson High versus um, JH Road. <laughs> then we have a, it's going to be a, you know then council, you know cancellation games, and then we'll do a uh, divine nine. If that's your um, Greek fraternities and sororities. Uh, we have a game that's mixed with those guys, and then we're playing against the first responders uh, in the area. So that's just like a little pickup game for that, for the kids to laugh at some of their local people, <laughs> local uh, uh, service workers, and they can have the championship game uh, following that. So we're going to have a good time. I just want to have a relaxed weekend and everybody come out and enjoy uh, it's going to be awesome. Listen, thank you for putting this whole thing together. Not just the golf tournament today and the fishing uh, event that's going on right now, in fact, as uh, we're doing this live, 
but also uh, tonight, just recognizing some heroes in our area tonight. That's going to be awesome. And then basketball tomorrow over at LCC. Again, just to remind people, the baseball and softball events will not be play, taking place on Sunday due to weather. But uh, I know uh, Coach Battle sent me and said, hey, we're going to definitely get that in next year, though, right? Yes, sir. You know what? Hey, I'm a baseball alum since now. <laughs> and, uh, I need to get that time in. I'm not going to uh, play you a couple of innings, but <laughs> definitely wanted to uh, – get that time in so and it's good it's, it's more like a big like you said reunification family reunion type thing we want to get everybody back home to try to see how we can you know network with each other to help the, the future of Lenore County sports with the, with the kids um so a lot of people don't come back man they have relatives and stuff that passed away and they just don't come back yeah so uh, we're just trying to get them here and, and give back you know since as much as giving much as required so we want you to, to be that that face of Lenore County, and also if they don't see it, they can't be it. So if they see positive people around, then they can think positive and do positive things in our community. I love it. I absolutely love it. Listen, Donnie O'Brien, thank you so much uh, for this uh, just incredible weekend that we're going to have. Can't wait to see you tonight. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on the show, sir. I uh, thank you, man. We'll see you tonight. See you tonight. That is Danielle Bryant uh, coming up. The first ever Kinston basketball draft with Coach Craig Hill, Coach Nick Harvey, Coach Jay Wilson on the Brian Hanks Show.